I heard more times than not that the reason people were experiencing those things was because they weren't in the word. They weren't, you know, close enough to Jesus. And it was like, oh, it's, it's your fault that you're still gay. I'm like, what? Like, what? I, I don't know. Just like a wild message. The workings behind a message like that. Okay, you accept me as a bad human until I accept Jesus and then I'm welcomed into this community and at that time there's an expectation of conformity. What's up everybody? This is Mackenzie and Hannah and this is the Safe Conversation, a place for you to come be who you are and be loved as just that. So today's conversation is inspired by an Instagram reel Han was sent and yeah and the real was just this girl and she was obviously a Christian and she had words on her screen and she was dancing like punching the words out of the screen and the words were like unforgiveness lust hate fear and things like that and her caption was like let it all go you can do it with Jesus and that message was just really hit a nerve for me because it, it is just, it, it, I just think there's, it's wrong on so many levels. Why do you think that? Um, well, I think it, it hit a nerve because it was a message that was pounded into me as a kid. Like, oh, you're, you're sad, you know, just let it go. Like ask Jesus and he'll take it away or you're you're gay like ask Jesus and he'll take it away he'll show you he'll like remove the confusion mm. and what did that mean for you when you were told that it was so confusing also I'm a very logical person and I I love to under like understand why things are said you know I like to like understand the workings behind things and I was never explained how to do that mm. And it was it was always just like, just pray to Jesus and he'll take it away. And when he didn't, that was so mm. detrimental to me. Yeah. And then if I was still gay or I was still sad, how I was treated by like Christian leaders in my life was, oh, something's wrong with you. You're not in scripture enough. You're not trusting God enough. Which is totally like yeah. individualistic. And at it, that it was point. so shameful. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, it's it's your fault that you're still gay. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Like, what? I I don't know. Just like a wild message. The workings behind a message like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it brings a lot of, like you said, shame, but also like an an a journey that feels very lonely. Yeah. And. I, I mean, I saw that in my experience at AM, there was a lot of, at that time was when anxiety and depression were starting to be talked about a little bit more. There was more awareness around it. And I heard more times than not that the reason people were experiencing those things was because they weren't in the word. They weren't, you know, close enough to Jesus. And that is so, in my perspective, that detrimental to your direct relationship with God, number one, because if you still experience, if you're in scripture and you're still experiencing these things, what does that mean about you? And I think it really intensifies like that suppression of 
Yeah, it makes you, it makes things very secretive. Yeah. So like obviously as a kid, if I was still sad after I prayed and read, you know, scripture about it, and it was my fault and the like people were shaming me for that, mm-hmm. I just wouldn't talk about it anymore. I wouldn't be open about those things anymore with those people. Yeah. Who were my leaders. Yeah. And I think that that what we were talking about from that book that you were reading of like taming the heart, taming the man. And as we tame the the wildness of being human, it draws us inward into this, like you said, a very shameful place. And uh, I, and you, th- that because of that, you end up doing this journey alone. Yeah, that much more. And one of and our friends sent us a text. Um, that has this quote that I want to read, but it says, individualism is rubbish. The individual is an entirely powerless unit. It could not give birth to itself, cannot raise itself, educate itself, or change the world itself. It is entirely a product of the people and environment around it. To to emphasize the individual is an error. It's a hard pill to swallow for Westerners brought up in the individualistic mindset but the reality is that you have never really done anything by yourself. Your actions of very nature are defined by your relations with outside people, the land and material things. Yeah. So, and, and the people who were in the Bible, the Christian Bible, they, none of them were individualistic. It was such a community mindset. Yeah. And it's, it's just really interesting how the Bible is taught in modern Western Christianity as an, like a, individualistically yeah and i think a lot of people in the church would say no we emphasize community we want you to become be a, a part of the community text community to 85532 and we'll get you signed up with a community group. oh those good old are altar calls but it's like what are these community groups for me they're very fabricated community groups and i'm only speaking from my perspective and the times that i've been in those communities but it's like okay, you accept me as a bad human until I accept Jesus and then I'm welcomed into this community. And at that time, there's an expectation of conformity. There's an expectation of conformity to the way that things are done within the church, within the Christian perspective, within this is the way, the right way of doing things. And I'm like, that completely strips someone feeling comfortable to come in their humanness. Yeah. And it's like the only way, also speaking experientially, but the only way that I was, I grew up like in a private Christian school and was in these two different groups. And one was like the very Christian group and one partied. And the very Christian group, I always felt like I had to watch what I say and like watch what I tell them about myself because I would not be accepted if they knew I wasn't conforming with how they think Christians should act. Yeah. And so if you don't conform in your actions, and then like you're kind of outcast from that Christian group. But then I've always felt loved and accepted and like I I could fully be myself and the non-Christian groups. Yeah. Like I love those groups way more. Because everyone's so real and just like accepts each other's shit and you can just like talk about things that you're struggling with. I don't know. What would you say to someone that would talk about 
that being like an acceptance of sin or an acceptance of, of a life outside of what Jesus has called us to? I mean, that's a really good question. I think when you get into those, because I have gotten in debates with people about those things and I've listened to both sides of what people think on those things. And I, I don't even think it's worth arguing about. I, all I, all I think about is like one, the same, like if you believe in God, like if, and if you believe I am a human being, yeah, then the same God that made you made me. Yeah. And like the same God that said like you are very good mm. says that I am very good. Yeah. And the first thing that God did when humans sinned was they said, oh, I'm naked. And he could, they were hiding. They were ashamed. And the first thing he did was cover their nakedness and cover their shame. Yeah. And that is the most loving reaction. Yeah. It, he, he was like, I... I did not create you to feel ashamed. Yeah. And I think it's important that that's the first interaction with sin in the Bible yeah. because I think shame is the most destructive feeling yeah. and emotion. Yeah. And to make somebody else feel ashamed because they don't act like you do. Yeah. Like that, you're not, that's not, that's not, your God doesn't love that. And I will say that. We're not, I don't, I'm speaking for myself, but I, I know Ken's, and we're not saying that you can just do whatever you want. I think yeah. there's, like, religion aside, I believe that there's this universal moral baseline, like, don't kill, don't steal, don't cheat. And, but the way that Western Christianity currently is trying to influence that behavior is a way which is controlling and shameful. Yeah. And that's just not the way to do it. Like yeah. how Jesus handled that stuff is he surrounded like with the tax rods and the prostitutes and stuff. Like he, he didn't shame them or control them. He just was a he he was around them and he loved them. Yeah. And that's what changed their behavior. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just universal religion aside. Don't be a shitty human. That, yeah. I think the the thing here is is do you is your perspective of what's right and wrong your is that your is that your responsibility to control? And who gives a shit what someone else is doing, how they're living their life? That's not for you to determine the fate of their soul. Yeah. Your responsibility is to show up and meet this person in their humanness and fully accept them in their humanness and love them as you would want to be loved. And I think that's such a powerful realization is that no, even in the messages of like, you know, kicking out fear and lust and all these things yeah, and, and the rest Instagram in Jesus, real. it's like, okay, kick out your opinions of right and wrong and what you think of other people that don't, that live a different life than you and rest in Jesus. And yeah. it's like, we talked about this too, is like the peace of yeah. Jesus. The only thing, like someone being like, yeah, just pray and your, your depression will go away. And like... <laughs> I don't, I honestly, I, we can get into this later. I, this is going to be a, a series, I think. Yeah. Because yeah, we'll get into that later. But I, the only time I've, I've ever prayed and something has like shifted in me 
is when I feel unsettled or anxious or, and it's like sometimes with anxiety, this doesn't help. But when I just ask for peace in the chaos, yeah, and I just can't explain that. It sounds woo-woo, but just whenever I ask for peace, it, I mostly all the time kind of just feel this, like my heart beats slow. I don't yeah. know what it is. There's no answers. Peaceful. There's no answers. Yeah. You're not trying to figure it out. It's just you're you're returning to that peace. And I think the main thing that kind of drives these messages is fear and yeah because they're trying to control how how everybody acts and they're trying to control the idea of not losing control they're trying to control other people's fate and souls because they fear the idea of someone not conforming yeah to their ways of being the instagram reel the message of that it's like it's control you're you're and what like what does control stem from fear yeah. What were you kicking out in your Instagram real fear? Yeah. But the message behind, like, it stems from fear. Yeah. Yeah. Of not being in control. And I think there's a lot of grace and compassion to be extended in that because as human beings, our one of our core things is to feel in control, to feel, to, to try to know, to understand ourselves. And like yeah. you said, we'll get into it with, you know, things like astrology and Enneagrams. Like we want to know ourselves. We want to know our fate. We want to, we want to know these things as a human being, but sometimes we don't know. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. When you don't know, you love. Yeah. Like, and you rely on on God if, if you are a believer. And I think that's what's so beautiful about our humanists is there's compassion and space for you to be a human. And why would we ever tame that? Yeah. yeah that's good. The end.